It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter, two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in, what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, we have Aaron Cheddar Talk Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, sorry about leaving in the lurch last week. I uh, completely uh, brain-farted that, that one that I would be out of town. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I I did hear that uh, Josh did a good job filling in for me, though. So. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was a good time, and it's you know it's always nice to have Josh you know, around here, maybe we'll bring him on and have all three of us. Um, as we're getting closer to football here too. Um, cause he, he's okay. So he's, well, I guess football's about to start for high schoolers in the state of Wisconsin. August 2nd is the first day of practice. So tomorrow guys are going to be doing that. But in the meantime, Josh is literally getting on TV and watching the like preseason workout channel. Of course he is. So he's of course watching he is. the Packers on TV, um, because he's, he's at, home. He's at the prime of his sports, um, Sports intake power. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of where he's been is just sitting there and, and, and watching Packers training camp because why not? I guess, I mean, I absolutely would have done basically that at that right. age, I think, if that were an right. option when I was his age. But um, anyhow, we do have uh, a couple things to talk about here. Uh, it's been, I don't know, Packers are in training camp. Uh, Brewers come back from the all-star break. We talked a little bit about that last week. And so there's, you know, there's, there's more to go. And so it's going to be an interesting time, hopefully getting some, uh, some good news out of training camp. We'd love to see several things happen here, I guess, but we'll save all of that for a little bit. We will start off and tell you, I've been bad about this. I have been bad about this, Aaron. Um, I just keep forgetting. And I always put it at the end, but you can follow this show on Twitter. Everybody yeah, should, know should that. Say, say that in the first 30 seconds, actually, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we should say that at, at any point. I'll just say it randomly throughout the show, maybe. But you can follow this show on Twitter. It's on Twitter. It's at Pod. You can also follow me personally, which is a great idea as well. Right. Because uh, I range all over, uh, but mostly sports. I stay out of a lot of weird hot button stuff, but I will, I will really push Packers, Bears, you know, things like that. And also the Confederacy. But uh, other than that, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, you can follow me uh, at Not So Humble Host. It's easy. If I say it right at the beginning. You know who I am. Uh, Aaron has Twitter as well. I follow Aaron. My, my family follows Aaron. You should follow Aaron. Aaron, how do people follow you? You can find me at Cheddar Talk, John, and uh, I, uh, I, I, tend to, I tend to roam outside the sports world quite yeah. a bit. You do. But, you are an interesting uh, I'm, I'm man about town. I'm, 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 I'm all over the place. Um, I, uh, I like to just uh, wander down the Twitter street and see what <laughs> I can see, comment on what I can, and uh, you know that's that's what we do here in the Flotham household. So <laughs> random, random stuff. So I, uh, oh God, what was it the other day that I got into? I right, well, whatever. We'll get. It. We'll we'll talk about that later. So, nice. All right. All everybody. I know is all I know that is. 
election season's coming up soon, so you know, well, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be firing up on the uh, old ch- I, at Cheddar Talk. So I will likely not. <laughs> oh, and and speaking of which, you know, you're talking about the uh, Bears Packers rivalry. Churchian was on uh, uh, Paul Churchian, um, well known uh, 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 Vikings fan slash uh, uh, guillotine league. Um, one of the one of the originals. Um, I, I forget what his company's name is, but one of the uh, one of the OGs of fantasy football. He's on Steve Zabin's show and uh, on Milwaukee, and he was on this morning, and he was making an argument for uh, Vikings Packers being a bigger rivalry than Bears Vikings. No, and it uh, it was about it was about a four segment argument. So because he brought up some very good points, because in an analytical mind, he's like, listen, the Vikings and Packers have had a much more closer rivalry as far as record goes over the last 30 years, you know, and that's not and, the standard. Right. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, but it was a very, it was a very Vikings argument. So, and the Vikings yeah. Packers have been about 500 ish for the last 30 years. It's, yeah. you know, it's basically a, a season split every year as opposed to the Packers who just dominated the, the bears for the last 30 years so well yeah but the bears kind of dominated us for a bit before that uh 70s before before that and that's and that was his argument is it's like this isn't your father's your grandpa's bears like are you gonna hold on to that rivalry just like bears fans hold on to their 85 super bowl championship yeah it's it's a tradition that's what rivalry (laughs) is built on generations of hatred not like hey look at this guy well the vikings are generations of hatred not nearly as many because uh, well, they weren't even a thought in 1920. You know, in 1925, when the Bears and Packers were playing and fighting yeah. for NFL championships, the Vikings weren't a thought. In fact, all those people were Packers fans. The Vikings, the Vikings have been around for 66% of that rivalry, John. That, okay. Not 100? Not 100, though? It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not as well, good a rivalry. Well, the Lions, the Lions have been around longer than the Vikings. Yeah, they're a better rivalry than the Vikings. No, they're not, John. <laughs> no, but I, that, that would drive now Vikings fans now crazy. Now you're reaching. That would now drive every Vikings fan crazy. That's the best way to get Vikings fans yeah, is to point is out that good, we don't care. Sorry. sorry, sorry, I, 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 sorry, I shifted into Vikings fan mode there for a second. Yeah, just like point out that I don't care, and they'll be like, "No, no, no, it's super big." I'm like, "No, I don't care." If, if I could lose twice to you and beat the Bears twice, I'll do it every year. I, I, I saw, every I saw year. What Thanks. You, I saw what you did to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Yes, <laughs> all right, everybody, and that's what I do to Vikings fans too. Like, it's fantastic. No, wait, they, they do have a legitimate argument. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, just yes. Them. Just dismiss them. Yes. Uh, Tampa with, was argue, a better argue, rivalry. Argue with Bears fans, dismiss Vikings fans. That's the that's the, yeah. It was uh, it just flat out ignore Lions fans. The same reason why I don't care what happens. Um, Steelers Ravens isn't a great rivalry. Because it started in my lifetime. Right. It did not exist when I was born. It can't be one of the best rivalries. It just can't. I mean, I the history that the, isn't nearly the as good. Used to be the Browns, but that's yeah. But the Browns are still there now. Now, now there's the other Browns, and it's like, well, those are the original Browns. It doesn't matter. Sorry. Yeah. No, don't have it. All right. We're going to kick right I mean, into what this. Other, what other one is there? I mean, I guess well, for I guess Cowboys, Cowboys. And no, everybody in the no. East. Yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys and everybody in the East, basically. They're, they're yeah, like Cowboys, the Packers. Cowboys and, the, and everybody in the East. They're everybody's biggest rivalry is. What is know, Washington now? Are they Commanders. The Guardians? No, Cleveland's Guardians. Yeah, the Commanders, the Commanders, Giants, yes. the Eagles. Every one of them says it's us and the Cowboys. 
Yeah. 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 It doesn't, I don't know. It's hard to say there. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, the AFC West, all of those are pretty yeah. decent rivalries. I'd say, that's I mean, that's a AFC, good question. AFC West is kind of, is, is kind of a, a pretty good, I mean, they've got, they've got the same makeup basically. Like there's the chargers that are the lions for them, except they've actually made a super bowl. And then everybody else out there has been pretty good from time to time. Yeah. Oh, and so. here's the other thing. Um, when when they had the you know hundredth anniversary of the NFL, what was the game they started with? They started with Packers Bears Thursday Packers night. Bears. They said, well, "I don't you have care. to." I mean, that's it is. I mean, that's yes, the rivalry of the NFL. Yeah. And with that, and the fact that the fact that the Cardinals, the fact that the Cardinals don't get lumped into like NFL tradition for like longevity is true. A little bit sad because mm-hmm. they are the third, second oldest team, right? They're older than the Packers, right? Well, no, they've been in the league longer, which is what they say. They're not. Yeah. Neither the Bears nor the Cardinals are actually older than the Packers, but they were there the first seasons of the NFL. Right. The Packers so, yeah. joined after a year, so they're like, "Oh, twenty-one, you joined. You're the third oldest." You're like, "But we were playing for two years over here against you guys and other teams." Right. They're like, "Yeah, right. but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no." It's 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 sad about the Cardinals. Cardinals actually, and Cardinals have the pretty much the sweetest helmet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, hmm. And yeah, they just. I, I, why right. they're in Arizona? It, it, it's really a sad thing. I really wish, I really wish that they could, <laughs> they could like supplant the Vikings as <laughs> NFC North, Jeez. and the Vikings get shipped out to the AFC or the NFC West. So just right. like hockey, just like hockey and basketball. Oh yeah, it's been a whole different. They belong thing, to yeah. the West. They're west of the Mississippi. That's the dividing line. Send them Put to the Minnesota AFC. out in the West. Okay, and then make an, make an exemption for Arizona. All right. Okay. At this point, though, we are going Sorry. to move on. <laughs> We're going to actually okay. start our show. We have things to actually talk about. It's not, it's not a bis week. Sorry, I'm, my bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. And we'll start everything off with the segment of the show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right. So we'll start off. We're going to talk Brewers this time. Just the Packers news just isn't anything at this point. We'll, we'll go over some stuff in a little bit, but we're going to start with the Brewers. Uh, Brewers come roaring out of the break. We started talking about last yes. week. Uh, they, they, they get Colorado. And like I said, Aaron, Colorado's the team you you, you were um, – it's basically the team you want, uh, right? I mean, right. they have the second-best batting average in baseball. Right. And they, they can't win. They disappoint. Yeah, they, they – can't win to save their soul we beat them three out of four uh last one just yeah just got away uh, and got away quickly too uh kind of like right. the last game that just happened against uh the red sox brewers red had a sox. small lead red sox, red sox where they gave up uh a dozen a dozen doubles is that how it, many doubles they gave up in that it game? sure felt like it like it was yeah like, at one point uh, it was seven seven doubles out of 11 hits it, it, they had 11 hits and seven of them were doubles yeah it, i can't and remember how five, many total run, it was like five six in a row. had five doubles in it something like yeah, that it, and they were one after it. another it was like there's a double yeah, bam, and then bam, there's bam. a double and then there's and a Jack, double and jackie bradley jr who couldn't hit when he was with us now he's yeah. back with boston and apparently he can only hit in fenway park so there we go yeah it was yeah. um yeah that was a it, it was a weird inning ashby just he was going very strong he hit that mm-hmm. inning and it fell apart uh it really looked like well, the it, game it, plan it started with it started with that double play where um, uh, Wong dropped oh, it. Oh, dropped it. Yeah, just dropped it. Yeah. It, was a, it was a decent throw. It hit him in the glove. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped it. 
Uh, which is the least, which is yeah. the le- which is the least you should expect as a major league infielder. Did it hit your glove? Yes, then catch it. You know. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And it all it all spiraled. It was all down the toilet from there, like yeah, spiraled down the toilet. From yeah. There. No, like that that is the big start of that. It just it's weird for him, right? I because mean, like, Ashby didn't get Ashby didn't get charged except for one earned run that inning. I think. I think that's correct. Yeah, one or none. I can't. I mean, like it was one, one or none. He got charged with four runs, but I don't know if he got charged with an earned run. I forget. I mean, I lost, I lost track. I was driving in the car listening uh, on the Brewers radio network, and uh, yeah, I I think at one point they said that Ashby was only tagged. I think they were all unearned runs because of that play. Yeah, so, it was weird because because the inning should have been over. Brewers yeah. should have been able to hold on there. That should have yeah. been a sweep in Boston. And that would have been huge if they would have swept Boston. So, yeah, it just but. it just absolutely got away with from them. And yeah, I mean, that either would... way, I mean, they took two out of three in Boston. That's the big takeaway. So they went out east and they beat an AL East team two games to three or two games out of three well, in their own stadium. And, and so, that... I mean, there should be something to be said about that. I mean, the Brewers have been on a hot tear since the All Star break. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah, I mean, like the the other things you got to look at is say like this team. Um, geez, Pete, I'm just sorry, I'm having troubles with the the websites here. But I mean, like they they beat up on the Blue Jays, they beat up on the Red Sox, they they beat up on the Twins. They took three out of four from the Twins at this point. But I mean, mm-hmm. you got the the Blue Jays, Red Sox. Uh, they also beat the Rays, the two game mm-hmm. set uh, against the Rays. They they took both of those. I mean, the AL East looks great Le- legitimately great and well boston, boston is the worst them. team and i think they're they are at this point five they're 500 500 they're, or maybe a game under 500 they're I mean, game under the after worst. the series so yeah, here's that's the the well, old they, for they're the worst team in their division and they're yeah. 500 i mean that says something about that division yeah so and th- like the old saying is just saying you know, like there are there's 162 games everybody wins 50 everybody loses 50 except for the orioles two years ago um right but you're like what you do in the other 62 is what matters. And they right. were 50 and 50 coming into the series against the Brewers. And then they lost the first two. They're like, well, you know what they do with the other 62? They lost them all so far. And then they right. won the next one. But yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But the Brewers I, didn't like, win. I, I like, I'm like the buffet that was the uh, Baltimore Orioles the last couple of years where it's just like, oh, uh, yeah, we're just going to get all of our wins against uh, Baltimore and they're going to finish 38 and whatever the math is to get it up to 162. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, they've been. They're, there's, 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 te- there's teams that have more wins right now than Baltimore did like two years ago at the end of the season. They were challenging the Cleveland Spiders for the worst all-time record. So. Nice. Yeah, so I'm just looking at like the teams that the, the, the Brewers have played here, and you said, like, okay, in batting average, Colorado is second. Uh, mm-hmm. Red Sox are sixth. Cardinals mm-hmm. eighth. Twins ninth. So that's four of the top ten. Um, and the Brewers... Well, I mean, they kind of split with the Cardinals essentially at this point in the season. They're they're basically just hanging right at five hundred against the Cardinals. I think like every series has been a split. It's it's been strange. Right. But I mean, like they they beat up well, and the Blue Jays number one, the the number one batting average team. So that's actually five of the top ten. Right. Um, beat up the Blue Jays, beat up the Rockies, uh, beat up the Red Sox, beat up the Twins. That's four of the top nine in batting average. And that is where baseball is right now. <laughs> this, this this team, but I mean, I guess the other point is not against the earlier stuff, but in the last since the All Star break, the Brewers are one of the better hitting teams in baseball. 
Yes. What um what did I put that up there yesterday? Uh, in the last thirty days, um uh, they're they're like top five or they're top ten. Mm-hmm. So I mean like, and they're like think the third best batting average over the last fifteen. Uh, no, they're not top ten. They're they're fifteenth in the league, I think, over the last thirty. It looks like. Um, and that's just just batting average, and that's the Brewers then batting two forty seven, or last fifteen or thirty days. Uh, over the last fifteen days, uh, they're actually they're up to third. They're batting two ninety one over the last fifteen days. So yeah, uh, the only the Mets and Blue Jays out hitting them over the last two weeks. Uh, and that's just batting average. They're still getting some some decent power, but they they've been finding ways to win without without needing to to hit power. They hit, um, I mean, a couple of these games here with the the Twins and and some of the early stuff against the Red Sox. Uh, they were, uh, I mean, getting doubles. They were finding ways to drive people around, and uh, just just finding ways to score runs. So it was it was always just a way of, of finding a way to get the guys in and doing something with it. So it was good. Agreed. So no, I'm just looking at the standings right now, and um, so uh, going through here, there's some uh, postseason projections. Of course, New York Yankees and uh, 100% projection uh, by Sportscast to uh, make the postseason uh, 98% to win their division. They're on a tear. They're 70 and 34. I mean, they may win 130 games this year. It's it's ridiculous. And they and they just traded for some more firepower today in case you didn't catch that, John. So yeah, no, um, yeah. they're right now. Right now, they've got them only projected for 104 wins, but uh, it may it might be more than that. So and uh, Blue Jays um, postseason 95%. Um, Minnesota. You know, Minnesota's a weird case. Minnesota's on top of their division, but their their chances of making the postseason are less than Cleveland and the White Sox behind them, <laughs> who are both at fifty seven percent and they're at thirty three, which is only as only as twins as only as Minnesota as you can get. And then Houston, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, Houston's right up there with them. So you move over to the National League though too, and then it's um, out east, uh, Mets and Atlanta, both over ninety percent to make the postseason. Philadelphia's right around 70 brewers are at 80 percent right now to make the postseason um 80.3 uh and like a one percent chance to win the world series i saw yeah yeah (laughs) with uh, a win total of around right around 90 89.6 which would beat out the uh cardinals by uh two games um all 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 the all the all the places i've seen dodgers of course 100 percent and then San Diego, 71% to make the postseason. Uh, San Diego is going to have right around same amount of wins as the Brewers is what everyone's projecting. And so, uh, um, so, so there it is, you know, and uh, the only problem is that as usual, the Brewers um, decided to jo- deal Josh Hader today yeah. um, for the second best closer in the NL and one other NL or one other MLB ready yeah. pitcher and some prospects which uh, I, currently, I, I, currently they rank eighth and ninth in the brewers prospect organization these two guys right. uh the one of them was it like two three years ago was the like the triple a was it the arizona league mvp um right. but i don't know let me but learn. i mean so, so 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 here we are talking about how the brewers came out of the break uh mm-hmm. on fire 
yeah. pants on, uh, liar, liar, pants on fire, you know, just running down the road and they're looking good. And what better way to just keep feeling that fire than to let all the gas out of the tank and trade Josh Hader. You know, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Like it's, we traded for the second best reliever whose contract ends at the end of this year and another guy and some, well, he's not going to be our reliever though. They're going to put Williams as the reliever basically. And he's been pitching as, as, as well as, as hater as, 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 as the closer. Yeah. I get yeah. that. But I mean, it's, he, he, we had hater was under control until the end of next year. One of the arguments was, well, he's going to command $16 million next year. Great. He's he's the only player on the Brewers who is the best player at his position in baseball. We don't have that. We haven't had that in a long time. Some would argue that Braun was for a little bit the best outfielder, but it's it's hard outfield. There's so many outfielders. It's like how can you argue that Ryan Braun was the best? Yes, he was MVP he, one MVP, year. Yeah, we, we, Corbin Burns was Cy Young last year. It could be argued he wasn't the best pitcher in baseball last year. He just had the best strikeout ratio and best ERA. He was and, called the best pitcher. I mean, that's the yeah, award. He yeah. was he was the best pitcher last year. Mm-hmm. And now he's not even the best pitcher this year. You know, Hater's been consistently the best closer in baseball. You know, with the with the, with the Yankees have traded away Juan Rivera at any point during his career. Mariano? You know, yeah. no. Or Mariano, sorry. Juan. Yeah, no, I know who you mean. Juan. Yeah, Mariano Rivera. Yeah, sorry, Mariano Rivera. No, because he was the best at his position. No, because they just, can pay him any amount of money forever. Right, but it's just so Brewers. It's like, well, let's let's offload this guy while we can get some value for him instead of like writing out his contract or even writing him out to the to the postseason. You know, I, writing him out to the offseason. Like he, they yeah. could have traded him with a full year of control to another team. And it just seems like it was very premature and like a little poverty, you know, like they're, they're not going to, they're not going to go make a big signing. They're not going to go get Juan Soto as much as I argued for it two weeks ago. Because they can't. <laughs> because they can't. No, because they yeah. can't. Yeah. Because, that's they not choose, the team. because they choose not to, you know, it's like, well, well then what's the point? Like they don't, they don't so, have the so, stuff so to give gonna, up. So we're going to, then we're going to hobble along to another season. Like, like okay. we didn't get a bat for Hater. You got uh, got, uh, got an outfield. Estiuri Ruiz. Yeah, that we might see in like four years. Yeah, right. So like we didn't get a bat for him. Like if you would have gotten a bat for Hater, I might be a little bit more perceptive to it. And then the argument would be, well, we lost an arm in the bullpen. No, no, we're not. whatever. You know, come the come come the postseason, you're just gonna rotate Ashby into the bullpen anyway. So yeah. You know, we'll probably I mean, start doing so, that so once you, we so get Peralta get, back. Get back. And the problem is, too, is that you don't trade a prime reliever. I mean, if this is the worst time of year to trade him. No right. seller is going to want a prime reliever. Right, but they don't they're have gonna anything in pro- They're going to want prospects. So they basically just give him away. So Stearns in the next 24 hours, unless he turns some of this into like a bat, then he really did nothing. Um. Yeah, I mean, like... I guess the thing you say is I'd like to have seen more considering the Padres have been trying to trade for Hater for the last like three years. So um, yeah. But it's the trade deadline. This is when the highest payoffs come out for these guys um, because the, the price you're willing to pay for a reliever at the beginning of the season isn't as much as if you think you're close to winning the whole thing right now, which you, nobody feels they're – well, 
a lot of people maybe feel like they're close, but they're not willing to give up a lot because they already like their teams when they start the season. Um, right. So there's fewer buyers off season like that. There's just less stuff to get. People are really begging now to try to find that one piece. They're like, look, we've gotten through 110 games. We are so close. We are one piece from you know beating the Dodgers, and they think they are. And so they'll give up stuff. I mean, I think we should have gotten more from them. That's the only thing so, I think. So basically, so basically the, the antithesis to your argument that you just had right there was that the Brewers don't feel like they can win the World Series, so they gave up the one piece that could probably help them get to the World Series. I don't think they think he's the one piece that gets into the World Series. Well, what's the one piece that they just got for him then? I don't think they think – well, I don't think they think that they're winning the World Series because I don't know why you would think that if you're if you're this team. Uh, and you're the you know middle of the league in batting average, but you're you're playing in a league where, you know, the Reds and the Pirates and the Cubs aren't any good, and the Brewers are good, um, not great but good. Uh, the next thing you see is maybe trading some outfielders because they've got a ton of outfielders in AAA right now who are going to be coming up in the next two years, and some of them are going to be really fun to see. So basically, yeah. you're selling hope, John. <sighs> No, I'm saying like that's the next thing you trade so because you have those parts. Just, oh, just for sell God hope. Sakes. Just sell hope. Just like the Brewers have done their entire franchise history. Just sell hope. Well, I mean, the last three years they've been selling a playoff team, and this team is going to play for the fourth year in a row. So, I mean, they could sell that if they wanted to sell something. They'd probably sell that they're a winning organization that has continued to win, and Stearns has hit on most of the things he's done. And, you know, I guess here's the other, if you're going to look for the hope in this, it's you you do have a guy who's a closer. You have Devin Williams, who's going to be your closer. The problem is, is you essentially what you gave up. And actually, he's been better than Hayter this year. Hayter wasn't the best reliever on this team this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we talked about like two weeks ago, Aaron, all of his, his ERA is all up. He's given up several games. He gets crushed on home runs and in a couple big spots where John, we lost John, games. It doesn't doesn't matter. Don't 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 argue about it. Yeah. No, well, Why are we well, arguing about how good he no, is now? I'm saying like this is the thing we're talking about. This, like, this team's not going to be good for two or three years. Well, this, this is what you're saying. So so why do we care about that's Devin not what I'm right saying? Now? Why did you let me say what I'm saying? You say what you're <laughs> saying. Like okay, what I'm ahead. saying is, if you're going to look at the parts on this trade that are good, and like I just said. I think they should have gotten more for Hater because somebody they probably could have gotten more. I don't know why the, the trade was. I think they undersold him, but I get the idea. Yeah, I just wish they'd have gotten a bat who could play this year. Um, people keep talking about a lot of other things they're going to do that didn't make any sense here. Um, but he's like the one guy you could have traded to get a couple guys to be ready here, and you say we still do have a closer. We just you're giving up. It's it's a way big downgrade, especially in the eighth inning. Now, that's the biggest part that's going to hurt is it was get to the eighth and you win because you got two closers. Now you have one closer. So you got the ninth still fairly well locked down, but you don't have the eighth. Now you have to play all those innings. It's going to make it harder in the long run for that. Um, But the biggest part about this is, yeah, we didn't get somebody who's hitting better. And, yeah, the team's hitting better the last two weeks. Um, well, Rogers is Rogers is a good reliever. He's yeah. second in the NL. He's second in the NL behind Hader, and, and he'll be a fine saves. setup guy. I think. I think he'll be a fine setup and, guy. They they dropped him from closer though before they traded. Like in the weeks right. before they traded him, he lost his job as the closer in San Diego. And so, I mean, you got a guy who can pitch. 
right i I know him from the twins yeah yeah. he's he is who he is he's he's a nice pitcher and and i think it'll be fine as a setup just yeah the the part you you and i are are definitely hitting on is like they should have gotten more for hater if you're going to trade him um and and what is the part you thought you're going to need and, and let's and let's get rid of this part where we uh, try and get two runs and then try and get to the eighth inning and squeak out every win. <laughs> well, yeah, you know that's that's it's it's that's not a, a long term feasible approach, and it was no. very on display in the first round of the playoffs last year. Like you just can't do that. The pitching staff kept up their end of the deal. Yeah, and that team this, just this, this, went cold at the very wrong time because they were a well, hot it, team the, for good chunks. But the of batting, last year. but the batting is the batting is bereft. Bereft is that a word? It is a word, yeah. Oh. I wow, mean, I don't know. I don't know why that one popped into my head, but I mean, it's just well, like it, 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 it. does. What does bereft mean? I don't even know. Be without <laughs> bereft of something, but I mean, like here, here's the Brewers scoring in the last like almost month now: six runs, six runs, and then one, three, five, one, five, six, nine, ten. Then get I, shut I, out. I feel like we had this exact seven, ten, four, nine, last year, two. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's at it, this point last year. The problem is that they went super cold at the end of the year in the last like week leading up and then into that playoff series. How about and, consistent batters and not cold? I mean, like, I, I don't know. Every, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I, I'm not has sure a cold run. You what to think about this whole thing. Like, it, it seems like it's it's a very loser mentality to, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, and, and that's what I was saying. That's what I was trying to jump you, jump you earlier was because it's like, <laughs> like, Devin Williams, oh, he's a dynamite closer, and this is right now. And it's like this move was made for the future almost, but oh, it, it was made for was. now. But no. it was it was made it was for the kinda, future. It was kind of now, but not for the future. So are we trying to win now or in the future? In which case, then yes. How long? How much longer do we have Devin Williams for? And then how, how much longer do we have Corbin Burns and Woodruff for? And oh no, well, I heard some arguments that now that Hater's gone, we can afford to re-sign Woodruff and. No, no, they're, they're not gone. signing them both, if any of either of them. I mean, they're, like, they're gone next after as soon as their contracts are done, they're gone, right? To a bigger market. So it's like, so why would you bet on the future when you have it right now? And why wouldn't you try to build for right now? I don't know. The you team's know, being is, realistic. This, is basically, this has are. been the mentality since almost 2007 with the Brewers is. Oh wait, we got prospects coming up. Hey, look, it's all going to come together. It's all going to come. It's all going to come. It's all going to come together, and it never does. It almost came I mean, together in 2019. Almost came together in 2019, but it didn't. Since 2007, they traded for CC Sabathia and Zach Greinke. This team, yeah, this team yeah. has traded for giant names a couple times. That um, was on the that was on the previous uh, the previous uh, yeah. Executive party, though, right? That was and in charge. the uh, the current party has had the longest streak of Brewers playoff appearances, and part of it, of course, is because, like we said last time, those playoff appearances didn't exist because there was not a wild card for when Robin Yount was playing, or they'd have made right. it all the time, just all the yeah, time they, from from eighty but, to ninety four. They would have been in yeah. every year. So yeah. yeah, but I mean, like the some of it might just be the reality of like, yes, we understand that this team is good for the central and we are not, we, we're not the Dodgers at this point. I mean, and it, it is, it is baseball. It is what it is. I mean, I get yeah. it. Like there's some, there, there's so much money in LA and there's so much money in New York and can we possibly beat them? No. But I mean, the one thing that we did have was a, a plus bullpen yeah. and now it's an A 
minus bullpen. I think that this team is like deciding we don't have that... an edge. We don't have an edge on any team now. Like now we're just a bunch of Joes with a pretty good pitching staff. There are two options you can take as a team like the Brewers. You can option to constantly trade away those guys a year or two before they're gone, like the Rays do, and say we're going to be competitive by constantly refilling the bottom half and, and bringing everything up every year all the time. Or right. you can say we're going to be the Royals and we're going to be uh, the Pirates and we're going to put everything together to trade everything away and be god-awful for three years to build a team that can have a window of one year. And that's well, really pirates, fun for that pirate, one year. The pirates, the pirates have never gotten that right, anyways. They but, they did uh, when McCutcheon was MVP that year. They could have won. That that team was as good as anybody that, that year. That team was good. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that they had a one year window, and it didn't work. The, I mean, the right. Royals they made it work. The Pirates did it. They the were as good as anybody. Like a and they just didn't work. Window though, they they timed it out good. Like yeah, they got there. They well. had their stuff together. Well, they were in the World Series. They were in the World Series and lost in the World Series next year. And plus, the year before, they even made the World Series. Yeah. They brought up a ton of young guys all together, and they made yeah. something work. And now they've been since then. They've been trying to re- find a way to redo that, and they just it's rough. Uh, the Pirates have been trying to redo that for forever. And it's hard for all teams to try to find a way to continue to win, especially teams that are going to be, I mean, it's like being in one of those um, FBS mid-majors. You know, if you're if you're playing in um, in the Sun Belt, n- no amount of, like, rah-rah spirit is going to make you a winner. I'm not saying, like, like, the number of people on Twitter who do the, like, man, um, the, the Brewers are so lucky that their fan base accepts them being average. You're like, there's nothing else you can do. Like, me saying, man, we need to have a championship mentality, and I won't tolerate anything less, is just saying, man, I really hope this team moves because I don't like or know baseball. Just, right. <laughs> it just is. Baseball is a different type of thing because of the way the finances are set up. It's not like the NFL, the NHL, or the NBA. You don't really have a chance. So That, uh, that, all, that all said, I think that this hater trade was a little bit – I think it was lopsided. I, 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 unless, unless, unless some of the pieces that were garnered today out of that trade are turned into something tomorrow, um, yeah. I'm going to be disappointed at best. So yeah. I think we I, got fleeced. I think basically, I mean, like we didn't I get, didn't get, get fleeced. I think we just we lost got, the trade. We, I think we lost I, the trade. If nothing else, I, I don't. We, we I, lost. The, we lost the trade. In the moment could we win the trade a year from now? Yes, but we got fleeced in the moment. The the fact that you know. I, they're the number one team in the central and they're going to be a playoff team probably. And we did yeah. this, it, that that's what makes it, it. The timing is the timing is what makes it weird. If yeah. you would have done this after the season was done or something like that, like I'll, I'll accept that, you know, Rogers is the, the second best reliever in major league or in the NL right now. And, <laughs> and he's probably the reason why the Padres are successful. He's had a little bit of a rough run his ERA this season's bumped up a little bit. So as haters, for that matter, hater yeah. hasn't been exactly perfect this year. Either. So no. I'll take that. But like the timing in which it's done and what we got in return beyond him is a little weird. It's just like okay, so we got him another. I mean, more more arms in the bullpen. I guess that's what the Brewers do. But still, at the same time, it's just it. It seems like a waste of time. Like it just seems like pushing it down the road and. As uh, 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 I was listening to the Wisco Sports Show today, and 
uh, he was talking about that too. It's like sometimes it's okay to let players' contracts expire. <laughs> Some, yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's okay to let them play out their contract. You know, Grant was very adamant about that. Like, you know, why 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 do we have to trade him? Well, we have to get the most we have to get the most value for him, or we just let him play out his contract, and then let him sign with another team after he's gone. Uh. Like, why not? get what you're going to get out of him because you're not going to get a better reliever for $16 million next year. You're not going to get a closer for less than $16 million. That is, I mean, it's, you know, we talked about that with Rivera with the Yankees. Yeah. They could pay him as much as they possibly could, but it's like, you know, like why not get what you have him for? Why, why this need to just offload him to offload him to try and get something, and like because the because that we, you're the reliever, the reliever that we got for him isn't it, we had haters good for another season and a half, and the person we got for him, his contract ends this year, so the one guaranteed person out of the deal that is somewhat the same value of hater is gone at the end of this year, so that's what makes it even I, more questionable, like. I guess the only option, the thing we, we to say traded back, a non-rental for a rental. Yeah, I guess the only thing you say back though is when you're a team like the Brewers or you know any of these other teams that don't have the cap, um, when you just let somebody walk away, you're deciding that you are going to let them just go do play play for the team you could have traded them to anyhow. Um, but you're also specifically saying that I hope this year was really worth it because we could have had six years of two or three other people. At, instead of this one year and that's you also, that's the you also, got, you also got the full value of a six or a three-time all-star to the end of a contract that was way underpaying him right but i mean so, so so now what do you have after that if one of these guys turns into a three-time all-star you're trading one all-star year for three so so, so you're so you're, you're banking on hope again that's what you, you do you're, when you're, trading you're, a known, you're trading a known commodity for hope that is how baseball works. That is what every trade is. Nobody's trading known commodity for known commodity. Or, or you just hold hold Hater until the end of his contract, and then he goes. And then you're probably just as worse for wear. That's selling a different type of hope. That's selling the hope that everything is going to happen this year, and we don't need anything in the future. And that no, no, that's, this that's, year, that's, that's, that's holding on to your that's holding on to your stud stud closer at least to the end of Burns and Woodruff before everything falls apart anyways. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, there's no guarantee everything falls apart anyway. That's what the GM's job is to make sure it doesn't just fall apart anyway. You're like, well, it was nice to have those players. I hope we drafted well because other teams did, and we didn't trade for any of the players they drafted well when we could have gotten two or three, five, six guys. We kept right, these two fine. guys. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those are that's the math you have to do. Sure. Okay. Right? Like you either you say been doing been doing this math for forty years. I know. And just what I'm saying is like it's 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 not good math. Okay. I and and the alternative is of course that David Stearns has also been doing this for a long time and I don't know if he's doing it well. The other alternative is that David Stearns trained him to traded him to the Padres so when he's at the Mets next year he can get him from the Mets. (laughs) I mean there's that that too. He's playing three D chess with us, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It, it's, it's a hard deal because I mean, like, it's in a hard spot just because it's the Brewers. If you're the Yankees, you keep them all till the end of their contracts because you'll you'll outbid everybody anyhow. I mean, I'll the Brewers. To, I'll go back to what I said at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah. Hater is the only person that we have at any position that is the best person at his position in all of baseball. 
Yelich is not the best. He's not even close to the best outfielder. No. You don't have any other best. The only person that's even close to the best is Corbin Burns. And there's a lot of really good starting pitchers. Corbin Burns, probably top 10. But as of right now, at the end of last season, yeah, number one at his position. Right now, not even number one at his position. There's so many. Hader was far and away the best closer the last three years in baseball. Right. That's all we had. That's all we had. Talk to the San Diego Padres about Trevin, Trevor uh, Trevor Hoffman. Like, that's the only best player they had outside of Tony Gwen for a long time. And now we don't have the best player at any position, not even close. We have Corbin Burns that's kind of close. Woodruff throws a lot of strikeouts. And then we have a bunch of Joes now. And a bunch of Joes don't do anything. And a lot of hope that maybe things will come out. That, that window that we had with Burns and Woodruff and Williams and Hayter and maybe maybe hope the bats wake up. Maybe hope a little bit of hope that the bats wake up. Maybe the bats will wake up. Now that's all gone. Like well, it's if the bats that, don't wake up, have... Hayter doesn't even pitch. Right? I mean, like that's how this game works, is he's a closer. If the right. bats don't wake so, up, Hayter so doesn't even then play. Back, then, then back to argument number two, then why was Hayter traded for basically a downgrade of him and yeah. some prospects instead of a bat? Yeah, I think it should have hopefully gotten more. Sorry, um, I, I'm very sour on this. Unless something, uh, uh, come back. I'll, I'll come if I'll, I'll come around. I will. I will come around like a true Brewers. Oh, you don't have to in September if it works out. But I really think this was a stupid trade. I I don't get it. Trade. Yeah, I don't get it. Was it was all a I get is the trade. math. All I get is that th- there's even a perception. the math. Oh, even the math is dumb. Like it, the math is dumb. Even like I get the math, but the math is dumb <laughs> at this point in time it's really stupid i'm sorry can we talk about the packers speaking of other teams that just leave us on the lurch come playoff time (laughs) well i was just trying to look through all the other all the stats among (laughs) all closers here where um you know better eras uh jordan romano ken kenley jensen emmanuel chase edwin diaz daniel bard Ryan Presley, all of them have better batting average. Well, and that, and, and, and that would be another argument I have. And right lower now. whips. Why, why, why trade Hater right now? Like he's not even at peak power right. He now. really isn't. Yeah, no. No, this is like the worst time to trade him. To, like I get it, it's two days before the trade deadline, but if you were going to do this anyway, why didn't you do it back in May? Why didn't you do it back in June when uh, we don't have buyers and sellers yet? Yeah, like teams that know what they're doing or not. If you thought you were going to do it, then do it then. Now when teams are – the trade deadline is the worst time to trade because one team's going to get absolutely hosed. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just – I'm not – I'm also not fond of this trade. I'm also not fond of this. I don't know why you trade Hater with a year left because you'll get way more next year at the same time. And even if you don't get as much for him, then the math is, I got another full season out of him and then traded him at the deadline knowing he's gone – I've I've traded away, you know, fifty games of Hater, for six seasons of two guys, three guys, whatever. That that sounds like a better math, if you're doing that sort of calculation. If that's what Stearns is doing here, wait till next year when you don't when you know that it's imminent, right? Like the imminency of it changes it. But I mean, maybe you get you don't get as much because they know they can just tell you. And you're like, well, we'll just wait till the off season when he's a free agent. I don't know. I don't like it's, trading him here now this year for this. I get that they wanted to trade him and that they're going to trade him. 
I personally would have rather seen it happen towards the end of next year, maybe to, you know, and, and give them the whole full year of this and then, you know, see what you get next year when the imminency is, is far closer and you're giving up less of his career. Um, make him a true rental that you're only going to get 60 games of Josh Hader rather than right. you're going to get a year and a half of Josh Hader. And I, I'm with you on that. I'm mostly devils advocating this and saying that there are, it, it's not the most obviously stupid thing ever. Um, I just, it's not what I would have done. I get why they made a trade here. I get why they did some of this stuff, but this is not, I'm not happy about it. Like I'm not excited about these guys. I mean, and it's also hard because quite honestly, um, looking at minor leaguers is hard for most of us. I don't sit there and get excited. It's like, Holy cow. We've now got, you know, Robert Gasser, who is now the eighth ranked player in the Brewers prospect system and looks to come up next year. Or, no, I'm right. sorry, two years from now. Next year, we would get uh, Estiuri Ruiz, um, the outfielder we just brought up, except for the problem is, uh, while he is the ninth-ranked prospect in our, our organization now, uh, you know, ninth-ranked minor leaguer, he is the fifth-ranked outfielder we have. Why are we trading for outfielders? Uh, Garrett Mitchell, Joey uh, Weimer, or Weimer, I'm sure. uh, sorry, Sal Freilich, uh, Jackson Chaurio, who, who looked great uh, just the other day, just crushing balls at, at this point um yeah i don't know there's other guys there that were more interesting here we go. in that position Ga- gasser's value in dynasty era let's hear his deceptive southpaw whose low <laughs> arm angle allows all of his pitches to play up gasser throws a low 90s fastball Woo, low 90s and above average slider and a solid changeup. the 23 year old has logged a 4.18 era uh, a 1.26 whip, 115 yeah. strikeouts and 28 walks and 90 innings across 18 starts at high A. Yeah, all right. That's that's what we got. Yeah, I know. And it's coming on. We got we got a side armor, John. We got a side armor coming up. And Ruiz is a guy who gets like a negative 0.4 WAR, and you're like, okay, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't so, know. So we basically, but... so we basically traded him for Rogers and. Uh, Lamet. So, uh, like, I I know I know Rogers from the Twins. I don't know Lamet well, from. Yeah, and, and and to be clear, Ruiz his his low WAR is a lot of it is. First off, he's a minor leaguer. Second off, he did have a bad stint after being you know MVP of the of the Arizona League, um, and they're saying his numbers are going up now. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see on these guys, but right now we don't. I mean, they're nothing. They're that you're waiting a year. You're waiting two years on Gasser. Uh, at least, at least two years at this point, probably. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh, let's let's just look at Packers training camp. We'll oh, Lament, has got uh, Lament's got a litany of elbow problems too. So they trade. All right. Him. Yeah. So that's that's great. That's uh that's awesome. They traded for a guy who had a lot of <laughs> had a lot of promise before he had a litany of elbow elbow problems. So basically, right. we traded him for a guy who's a. Uh, Second best Josh Hader, and will be done at the end of this year. A guy who has a whole bunch of elbow problems, uh, side armor, and uh, an outfielder who we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. All right, uh, a lot of interesting news in terms of Packers in terms of just their uh, kick and punt returns. That's the biggest thing that people have been talking about this week. The most interesting thing to come out of camp is Aaron Jones doing kick returns. 
because what? Uh, and to be clear, while that did happen, while he's been doing that, uh, he is very much an emergency kick returner. Um, Matt LaFleur was very clear on that. Um, but we're looking at guys back there like uh, Romeo Dobbs, who has been returning some. Um, I personally don't know if he's got the wiggle for it. He's got great speed. Uh, and when I've watched him do punt returns at Nevada, the best thing he's got going for him is he can get up to speed very quickly and find a hole and go it, playing in the Mountain West. Um, so he had a couple nice ones that way, but he's looked particularly good as a receiver, which has really helped. And that might change the math on how much you want to let him return. Um, Are you talking about Aaron Jones? No, Dobbs. Uh, oh, Romeo Dobbs, Dobbs oh. here. So, I mean, like, yeah, Jones is definitely going to – they're not going to make him their full-time returner. It's just not going to happen. It's only an emergency or, like, super important playoff or something. No, Aaron Jones should be their uh, full-time uh, slot receiver. <laughs> well, I'm dead serious. I am 100% serious. I would like to have a backfield, just, like a split just, just backfield. Like, just, like, just like putting Christian Yelich at the leadoff spot. Put Aaron Jones at the slot receiver. He's let's, a great receiver, and he is fast. Let's do a split backfield. Let's do a wing tee something. Put them both, him and Dylan, in the field at the same time. Whatever right. it takes, or slot or whatever. Put them in the huddle together and then make a defense figure out how they're going to guard it. That's what I think. Absolutely. I mean, that's fantastic. I, I love doing that when we had uh, Williams as well. Jamal Williams was with him. Because that was fantastic. I wish they'd have done who, more with having them both who, out there. Who's the, guy for, who's the guy from the 49ers who I can never say his name right? Uh, oh, oh use check use check i can never Juszczyk. say use check kyle right. use check but but ma- imagine a super fast kyle use check <laughs> could yeah. you imagine it like aj good. dylan pounding the ball putting him out at the slot putting him out at that weird wing position i mean aaron jones is up for anything the dude came from utep he's got nothing but upside like like he's like yeah. just give me the ball anyway i can get the ball possible would be great please <laughs> yeah. you know so i'm serious like uh, everyone worries about this Packers wide receiving core. I I say I am 100% on board with Jones becoming a part-time wide receiver, especially since that's what LaFleur is going to run. He's going to run that 49ers offense where nobody's really a receiver. Nobody's really a running back. Everyone's kind of just running around in, in formation. Everyone's running routes. You know, I, I I'm 100% like, yeah, Aaron Jones is a phenomenal athlete. He is an athlete. He's just like when you used to play NCAA football and you recruit an athlete. Like, just put him anywhere; he'll be fine. Put him on the outside; it doesn't matter. I mean, what 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 could be worse? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's a good receiver and he could be interesting out there. I don't know how much they'll think about it, but that's a that's a good thought at least. I, you can find different ways to use I, him rather than just in the backfield. Outside um, the box thinker, I was right about Yelich. You were definitely right about Yelich. I was completely on top of that one. He's I will nailed never it. Never that one um, The other ones here, because it was at uh, Dobbs, and it is Dobbs. They've confirmed it twice now, um, and yeah. I'll probably get that wrong during the season. I'm trying, um, but he's looked really good in camp so far. I mean, take that for what it is. He's playing, you know, just their practices, but he's mm-hmm. he's going out there and doing everything he can against. A defense that likes to think it's really starting to, you know, come into its own, and so he's uh, he's been good and athletic, high pointing some balls. They said, you know, he they calling it Moss now, which bothers me having to refer to Randy Moss like that. But you know, he was great. 
um, goes up and high points, takes the ball away from Eric Stokes. Um, so just, I, just, I hope that that's a just, good sign. Just, 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 just think about uh, the Patriots Moss. <laughs> that was the best version of Moss too. That was a bit, yeah, or or the Raiders Moss. Just don't think of the purple Moss. He gave, um, yeah, he gave Tom Brady the only year that he was statistically <laughs> incredible. Just you yes. know, it, it, like he's never in any other time had numbers approaching that year, and because I mean, he broke Peyton Manning's touchdown record, which Manning then again broke. Bro. Because Manning was amazing every single year, pretty much, except yeah. for the last like two when he was injured and falling apart. Yeah. Well, old, old, old Tommy found uh, Randy for uh, a couple. Uh, he just would lay yeah. it up there, and that's. I mean, yeah, there's the there's, there's reason Randy had. Moss is in the Hall of Fame. We he's hate amazing. him because yeah. he was a Viking, but he, he was incredible, was amazing, um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, him and sloppy, lazy on the field obviously not sloppy and lazy in the gym or in any other way or shape or form because you can't be like that otherwise he hit a what police the... officer and dragged her for like a city block but you know well that that too that, not that on the part. field though um right <laughs> <laughs> but um well, let's let's not talk let's not get into the deshaun watson and uh how the nfl basically said that gambling is worse than uh, uh sexual abuse today anyhow i don't but uh um, yeah, I but i mean that, I, that was a, that was a weird thing with randy moss otherwise randy moss pretty much steered clear of a lot of the things that there were there were, were more were, problems being had in that team than what right. was him the, the so, viking yeah. the vikings were the problem not randy moss there were a lot of red flags on randy moss coming out of college and he really didn't have a lot of problems per se when he got to the NFL. He was cocky. He was and he quit arrogant. on a lot of a lot of seasons. I mean, like his second season with the Patriots, they told him to get out. There's a GTFO right there, and because he kind of quit on them and started talking trash, and right. it was bad. His time with Oakland is awful. It oh, is awful. 100%, yeah. There's a reason the Vikings let him go. Is he? got obnoxious he got up for that season again with the the patriots but yeah i don't know but anyhow i think i i but i but i wish it up, it, I, I wish Favre would have been throwing him the ball yeah yeah that would have been amazing yeah. Anyways. but um <laughs> only saying this to say that they're saying romeo dobbs has been having these like randy moss moments against some ah. good corners on our team um but that does mean then that you know there's there's an article up i believe it's um USA Today talking about how if 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 Dobbs is going to be a guy who's going to be involved in the offense and to be clear, I mean Christian Watson has not practiced with his team yet. He's on the pup list, so there's a whole other receiver in there who we think is better. You know, as an organization, uh, who's not even practicing yet. So we'll see what he can do too. Uh, and so this is where Mari Rogers, if he's going to make this team, he's going to be a returner, right? Uh, and there's also this Rico Gafford, who's a cornerback and. The two of them are just trying to find a way to be a returner on this team because that's the way they're going so, to make this team. So, so Mari Rogers is not even in the consideration for top three wide receiver right now, right? I wouldn't think so. He it does. I, I have massive, seen he that is massively disappointing. Yeah, it sounds like he lost weight this off season trying to to get faster and and better off. So I don't know. It's entirely possible his second year, you know jumps out of the box right you know it's entirely possible that it it's gonna be something different that he didn't look like last year uh that maybe just bad camp followed by getting the yips and the punt returns and things like that maybe he does something this year i don't know uh, 
like to hope he does. I, I'm rooting for him, right? Well, I mean, yeah, we he's a Packer. Root you root for him on the Packers. But team. Yeah. if I'm gonna sit there and analyze this and say, I don't know if he's got it. He's a guy who has a real slow start. Um, his forty time was kind of average, but actually, like his his splits got really good at the back end. It's right. his ten yards. His first ten is terribly slow on on the forty, and so that's the part that. So it's mine. <laughs> my first 10 is slow, but I make up for it by making my second 10, third 10, and fourth 10 also slow. Yes. Yes. There's, they're not <laughs> quite as slow. Yeah. In my, at this point in my life, I, I, I used to be able to run a 40 pretty well, but not like this. And not nearly as fast as he does run it, um, to be clear. I wonder if I, I wonder if I was still in the fives or if I'd be up in the sixes now. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm not going to find out. I'm just going to. I'm going to. I'm let going to go. test it. I'm going to test it tomorrow, and I'll uh, I'll get back on the podcast next. All week. All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to be embarrassed by my old age. Right, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what I used to be able to do. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to wrap up. We're not going to do a Northwoods League wrap up for the most part, except for to say. Um, Rapids Rafters still in first, followed by the Rock, the Green Bay Rockers, the Lakeshore Chinooks, Wasa Woodchucks down at 12 and 11. Eau Claire Express and Lacrosse Loggers leading that division, uh, with all the Minnesota teams down below them. So that's basically where those teams are. Like we Duluth said, Huskies. um, yeah, oh, yeah, Duluth Huskies, yeah, yeah, they're in third, uh, but they're on a little three game winning streak here. Rapids looking really good. That could be fun. I should get down to a couple games there with this team. Uh, before the season wraps up. But either, other than that, there's not really a ton to go on here. Uh, I will say we had fun news that the Big Ten has announced that the the number of televised games uh, among like uh, Big Ten Network, ESPN2, and I forget where else, but there was someone else. I think there's a third network. Uh, it's the most uh, television uh, programming that they will have had for volleyball ever. The most televised games for women's volleyball ever. So Love good it. for them this year. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Coach Sheffield keeps pointing out, it is the game that in high school, it is the game that is played by the most high school girls. It is yep. the most popular game among high school girls. It, you know, it's beating yeah. basketball. It's beating, it, you know, it, it is the game. So let's volleyball, televise it. Volleyball kicks butt, man. I love it is volleyball. great, and it's yep. it's thoroughly watchable. It's fast. It's fun, and it doesn't. You know, you don't have to have three hours to sit and watch it. It's a fun game, and it's a lot of just great times. And yeah, no, I'm going to be watching. I know you're going to be watching too because we have thoroughly enjoyed watching the volleyball in the last several years here with the podcast. So. Yeah. Um, returning national champions, uh, Wisconsin Badgers getting ready for another season. So that should be fun too. All right, Aaron, right did you have anything else you wanted to add before we, uh, we sign off for the week? Uh, no, I got it. I'm done. <laughs> okay. We had plenty to say on, on one or two things, basically, basically, basically one thing, one thing, <laughs> one thing yeah. to talk about one thing, one thing. And then a little <laughs> bit, I, I had a little bit of question about Amari Rogers there for a second, because for some reason I, I, I got lost that he is still on the team. Well, yeah. I mean, he's on a rookie contract. So it's the only thing that also helps him is, I mean, if you're going to pay Malik Taylor veteran minimums or a rookie contract, which yeah. one of those are you going to do? Maybe you make that, also a little bit questionable about uh they the Packers have been very vague about why I mean and that's injury HIPAA stuff, but 
like Christian Watson's on the pup already. Oh, and we didn't even talk about how Bakhtiari's still on the pup. Yeah. I think it's mostly because it's a preseason yes. pup. They aren't required to give anything because right. nobody cares. And there's no gam- there, well, there's not much gambling money on it. Um, gambling is coming back with the NFL, and you can 100% bet on preseason football. <laughs> yes, but that can. weirds me out, which is, right? It's just unbelievable. The like, spread there's... on the Hall of Fame game, which is Thursday, by the way. Thursday night is the Hall of Fame game. The spread Dear is like God. one and a half. Right, because what are you going to do? <laughs> I was like, um, what? Sorry, sorry. I, w- I will ask you this, though. Is it a yeah. little bit concerning that Bakhtiari is on the pup yet again? Yeah, it, it, it definitely worries me. I mean, to the one end, you say maybe they're just being super cautious because they don't have to play him because they kept Kenny Clark on the pup all last because year. Because they weren't super cautious when they played him in week 17 last year for no reason. Yeah, yeah. and they, they were trying to bring him back so he'd have some playing time before the playoffs, but then he didn't end up doing much in playoffs um I know. i'm worried about well, his setbacks that that definitely bothers me um because that would be hard i mean i like bakhtiari yash yeah. nyman is a nice yash nyman yep. is a good left tackle and he's going to be a great left tackle and, and i think we talked about on this podcast like that dude looks like a six foot seven robot and it sounds like, like zach toms is good too like he's looked good yeah i him, so. you know and that that's it too it's just that there's a lot of money tied up in Back to Ari. They spend the time, you know, on on uh, linemen. And that I want to, I want to see him do well. Like, like I yeah. don't want to see Back to Ari like back out on the way out here. But yeah, like, no, I know. All yeah. right. So thank you, it, everybody. Right. That was it. Good, good, good job, Aaron. Good. Thank you for Shut all up, of that. Aaron. I appreciate it. No, I do appreciate it. It's fantastic. This has been good, uh, enthusiastic conversations at least today. So. Thank you to everybody for joining us for another wonderful week. And um, wherever you're joining us, uh, around the state, around the United States, or around the world, thank you for joining us again. Uh, remember to follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. Remember to follow me at Not So Humble Host and Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.